Appreciate it, man. Yeah, it was good. You know, got to spend time with the fam, ate some good food, just enjoying it, uh, ready to get back to work. Back in Oregon for the holiday? That's a long trip for not a lot of time. About nine hours uh, total flying, but uh, yeah, yeah, I'm back here enjoying it. I was actually watching the uh, Blazers game last night against the Kings. I was watching the uh, – you did you ever go to a Blazers game growing up? So when I was like in middle school and high school, I would go all the time. Uh, the organization my dad works with used to get tickets to like every single game. So whenever I was free, didn't have like practice or anything or workouts, we would go all the time. So that was like the Brandon Roy days when I was growing up. So it was really fun. Um, and I was Is that like where you would – play high school state championships and things like that like if you played it it used to be called the rose guard now it's some corporate name but have you played there before uh so not for high school when i was in middle school um that was the site but they changed it once i got to high school so we actually played at university of portland but um in middle school me and my friends won a three-on-three tournament and so (laughs) the winner that got to go at halftime and play like a three-on-three tournament against like the other champions on the rose garden court so that was at halftime all the blazers game yeah what was that like that had to have been pretty crazy no it was really fun uh you know the crowd that was was into it because we were like young smaller kids so they were excited every time we put a shot up um it was it was a, a good experience for sure we're talking with Aaron Deloney UVM men's basketball standout team is nine and five right now man really tough loss coming into the holiday break that game against Miami of Ohio a game that you were up five with like 12 seconds to play. I think they hit a three with like four seconds to play. It's kind of the exact opposite of the Yale game for you. Talk to me about what happened at the end of that game against Miami of Ohio. Yeah, it was crushing, man. We we had a lead, missed three throws. I think that their last three possessions, they banged three contested threes. Um, and, you know, it's, it, it sucks, you know, when that happens. But when you have that mu- much luck you kind of had against Yale, um, you know, something's kind of bound to, bound to, you know, kind of bite you back. So props to them. You know, they made some really tough shots and executed down the stretch. And, you know, we didn't. You know, it's interesting because the missed free throws was a big story in that game, right? 17 of 28 at the line. But I think to myself, as tough as it is to miss 11 free throws, you also got to the line 28 times, which is something right. you haven't done a lot of this year. And right. I'm like, you made 17 free throws when, you know, I'm complaining when you only make four or something like that. So right. how do you balance? Like, yeah, we missed, but at least we made the adjustment to get there. Yeah, I think that was like our high for the season. Um, coaches were on us about the past couple games, but we don't get to the line. We got to draw some fouls uh, just for a way to create easy points for us, you know, and we did it. So I think, I don't know, maybe we were just surprised that we, we were at the line. Um, I don't know, but. Uh, it's definitely tough when you miss that much, but, um, you know, it, it'll balance out over time. What was that road trip like here going into the holiday, keeping everybody focused? You had the great win against Toledo, really blew them out, putting up 86 points. Then you're playing again close to the holiday. Kind of what what was that road trip like? Um, it was fun. You know, it's always tough playing right before, you know, everybody's going home because maybe the focus isn't there. So that was kind of our, our mindset. Um um, let, let's get these wins before the holiday. Let's go home on a good note. Um, we were trying to go 10 and four going into the break. Um, just didn't work out that way. But I think the Toledo win was really big. I think the Virginia Tech one showed us, um, you know, what we need to get better at, what where we need to improve at. And I think that's why we came out so good against Toledo. And then obviously the Miami, Miami Ohio one, we just dropped a big one there. But 
like I said, uh, they did really good. And, you know, the road trip, it, it taught us a lot. You know, it's, it's interesting. I want to make sure I ask the question in the right way. Shamir Bogues is a phenomenal player, and your team is much better when he's on the floor. Yeah. That said, when he hasn't played, and you've been the primary point guard, you've had some very productive games. Yeah. So how do you turn that production when you're running the show by yourself into that same production when he's there alongside of you? Right. I think I think it's just adjusting, you know, seeing seeing what I could do um, from that primary spot, I think, showed the coaches and my teammates uh, some different looks um, going back on film, just watching some stuff. Um, and I think, you know, maybe when he gets back, we, we can switch a little bit on and off. So it's not uh, him having to carry the load the whole game uh, when he's out. I can play that spot and then, you know, it's just we can be interchangeable at that spot um, and kind of just giving the, the other team different looks as well. Seen it a few times from you this year. Really saw it against the Toledo game a couple of times. You're getting very, very good at this, like, get to the get to the elbow, step back jumper. How much yeah. have you been working on that this year? That feels new-ish this year. Maybe it's not, but it feels it to me. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm just finding spots out there where I can score. You know, when you, when you get comfortable with something, it's kind of just like an instinct, you know, to keep doing it. Um, but, I mean, the mid-range is, a, I think, an efficient shot, especially when you get a paint touch. Um, so, as long as I get there, I think I can keep knocking it down. What's the schedule like? Obviously, you know, have a, a lengthy break here. You're out in Oregon. When does the team come back? When's the first practice coming back? Kind of take me through the schedule here for the next week or so. Yeah. So, I'll head back tomorrow. Then we'll practice that next day. So, we get like a couple, three, four days under our belt before we – three, four days of practice before we uh, go and play Brown. Um, so, yeah. Is that first practice back from the holiday, is it a heavy conditioning practice, kind of getting everybody back into it? Is it a heavy game plan practice? What kind of goes into those first practices back from the holiday? Yeah, the first couple ones, since we have uh, some time, it'll probably just be a lot of up and down, um, getting our win back, uh, probably a lot of five-on-five just to go through reps, go through our plays, um, kind of just like a refresher and to get our win, basically, and then once we get closer – to the actual game, that that's more when we go into scout and whatnot. You know, it's interesting. I asked this question early in the season of uh, of Emma Utterback on the women's side, right? So, like, I didn't play college basketball. I played, you know, all four years of high school, though. A lot of high school practice is spent running, right? It's running for punish. I feel like I ran it for punishment all the time, right? Uh, running for turnovers, running wind sprints, sideline to sideline, didn't matter. How much of that happens in college basketball? Does it, does it, is that a very high school thing or does that still happen in college? I, I think in high school, it's a big emphasis because those, I think not too many high school co- coaches are like that experience. So that's what they see. That's what they know. That's what they think. Turnover whistle on the line. I feel like high yeah. school whistle heavy um, with coaches because they got that power kind of and authority. Um, and I think college, I think it depends on where you go. Cause I, I have friends here that come back for break that play. They're like, man, we run 24 seven. But at Vermont, it's like we we run like sometimes we'll play like a live set. And then at the end of that set, whoever loses has like a down and back or a double down and back. And we play like five of those sets. So like the most running you're really doing in, in one of our normal practices is like five down and back. So it's not it's not too much running heavy. I think our coaches want to get us conditioned by playing um, in a more live set. So it's more realistic for us to be conditioned. Last non-conference game is against Brown. Uh, then the conference play is going to start. What do you want to get out of this last conference game to kind of set you up for America East play? Obviously a win. And I think 
I think uh, establishing our defense, you know, I think we're kind of inconsistent on that side. Um, hopefully getting Shamir back, uh, like you said, when he's on the court, we're a completely different team. So hopefully um, we get him back for that game and kind of establish um, who we are on that end. Um, and hopefully going back and watching the film after that game, it tells us that, you know, we're in a good spot and moving into conference play, um, just seeing where we're at. I'll get you out of here on one NBA question. We talked a lot yesterday about the Celtics. We talked a lot about Derek White, right? He's getting a lot of pub nationally for just being a good team player and always making the right plays. Yeah. In your perspective, what makes a really good team player? Like, what qualities do really good team players have? Uh, there's a lot, honestly. I think um, I think their mindset is the biggest thing. I think for Derek White, it's his unselfishness. Uh, one, knowing he's playing with two, maybe three uh, with the way Porzingis is playing, but Jalen Brown, Tatum, even Drew Holiday, you got so many great guys in front of you um, that probably should have the ball before him, um, but still being able to carve out a role and, and like thrive and excel in it. Um, and he's doing the stuff that they don't really want to do um, because they're stars. So Derek White is probably guarding the first or second best player, um, just shooting shooting shots that are kind of in rhythm, not trying to go out and get his and just kind of doing whatever the team needs. Um, and I think every team, like if you have a guy or two just like that, I think you, you're set up really well. So I think it's just the unselfishness and doing whatever the team needs at any given time. I am not the fashion police. I've asked you about your hair once. Now I got to ask you this one. The UVM posted a picture the other day of you, and I can't remember – what it was, but I noticed a couple leg tats. Are these new or have I just never noticed these before? No, nah, I've worn tights. Uh, I've worn tights forever. So <laughs> the one game I didn't wear them, you probably, you probably saw them. I've had yeah. them either like freshman year or senior year in high school. So I had them for a while. Special meaning behind. I always like, I love a good, meaningful tattoo story, a special, special, cool meaning behind any of them or, you know, not, not, yeah, my, not my business. My, most of my tats obviously have, a, uh, most of them have a meaning. Uh, the one on my leg is actually, it was a silhouette of me and my dad. Um, I think it's an exact picture of us. We were at the zoo when I was like three, maybe. Wow. Uh, so was somebody traced that exact like stencil and I just got it on my leg and he has one, the same matching one on his arm too. Very, very cool. I do love a good tattoo story. Aaron Deloney, UVM men's basketball standout. Catamounts back in action January 2nd against Brown. AD travels safe back to town. We look forward to watching you guys play in a couple of days, and we'll catch up in two weeks. Appreciate it. Happy holidays.